FX presents Under the Banner of Heaven. This case I'm working on is a double murder. Inspired by the true crime bestseller by John Krakauer. Oh my God. And starring Academy Award nominee Andrew Garfield. The evidence points to things and to beliefs that I have only ever heard whisperings about. FX is Under the Banner of Heaven. Only Thursdays, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by the NHL on TNT. When it comes to hockey, the Stanley Cup playoffs are built different. Experience the intensity and insanity on the ice and off it. Starting May 5th on TNT and TBS. Get ready for seven game rounds of knockdowns, dragouts, pressure and agony as teams go head to head without ever letting up. The Stanley Cup playoffs are known for more than just a few cracked ribs and black eyes. Pushing through pain is the name of the game. With so much edge-of-your-seat action, you'll refuse to shave or change your sweater. Don't say we didn't warn you. Ready to feel the rush? Watch the Stanley Cup playoffs beginning May 5th on TNT and TBS. Good morning! <laughs> Honey, oh, oh my gosh, that's, that's a good way to bring him. I don't think we've made it this far into the song before. Yeah. So. I wanted to see if I, how long I could go, but then y'all started laughing. <laughs> it was way a to good bring in 2022, Cliff. Hey man, good 30 seconds. Yeah, this is our first uh, podcast recording. Uh, in after the new year, after the new year, and it's the first time we've been together in like a couple weeks. It feels weird because we recorded so many episodes, so we can have like a couple weeks off, but yeah. also, you know, provide content for our listeners, exactly. so you guys could continue to have a show through the holidays. Well, two people also traveled out of state. Yeah, That's true. yeah, I ended up driving too. I'm too old to make that drive now. I did it, and the three o'clock rolls around, and I'm dead. How, so, how far is your drive? Uh, 16 hours. Ours was 14 because we drove from here to Nashville. And uh, I, I'm i used to making, and I'm sure you're used to making that drive too. But like we get right around like that 10 o'clock time, you know, and we only had like an hour left and Kendall's like, I just want to stop. I just want to be out of the car. Did y'all switch off? Nah. See, we drove straight through, but we did switch off one time going because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. Because I worked the entire day. Yeah. And I left at 5. And then uh, drove from 5 to pretty much 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And by that time, we were in uh, somewhere Mississippi, mm-hmm. Hattiesburg. And I was like, I can't. Yeah. And so I pulled over, and I got Cynthia to hop in the driver's seat, and I crawled in the back, which I love that truck for road trips now. Because <laughs> I could literally – in the back. I fit everything, like all our clothes and crap. In the toolbox, and uh-huh. I had a couple things in like the the floor uh-huh. in front of the bench seat, but yeah. the whole bench seat was open, so I could crawl in the back. And if I laid fetal position a little bit, <laughs> yeah. I could sleep. Yeah, on my back seat without any problem, mm-hmm. and so it was great. And so I I got about an hour, hour and a half long nap. Sometimes that's all you need. And then uh, I woke up, and I got her to pull off and. Uh, so you guys left after work and you drove through the night. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, see, I mean, 
we are obviously have the luxury of being able to just like wake up in the morning and, and go and don't have to worry about no, work. I went I went straight after work, um switched off at three, woke up, got a cup of coffee. Yeah. She got into the back seat and did the same thing. She fell right asleep. So where does Hatch drove. go when she, when you guys are in the back seat? He's in his kennel, which is in the bed. Oh, uh, okay. I think But it, before people were like, Oh, that dog no, The no, weather no. was perfect. It, was it like, wasn't it it never dropped to below sixty degrees no. on the drive there. And Hatch's kennel is not it has really, a fan. It's, it's, it's not a stereo Cadillac of kennels. It's a Cadillac yeah. of kennels. It's it's roto molded, insulated. It has windows. And if it gets too hot, it has a fan. It has a fan. His food and water bowl attaches to oh, the you inside can get in of there, it. You'd be fine. Yeah. He he has a cush. F- sorry. A cush. <laughs> <laughs> he has a cush. Like. <laughs> he has windows on the side of it that will roll down to keep water and all that out. He's living a a good little life. Oh yeah. No. So okay. So in Georgia, it was it was just hot and humid too for the summer year. Uh yes. Up yeah. until the last two days, uh, that cold front started pushing in. We got some hazy rain and stuff like that. Uh-huh. When'd you guys come in? Uh. I got in early Friday. Okay, probably yeah. about noon Fridays when right. I landed or got back to into my apartment. Same thing. Yeah, we left Thursday morning from Tennessee, but we stopped. We went to uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Mm. Kendall never been, and I've been once when I was a kid. And um, did y'all do the springs? We did not. Kendall thinks it's weird that they call them baths, and so she couldn't like wrap her head around like getting in a bath during COVID with a whole bunch of other people. So we did not do it. Plus, we wanted to get home. But no, I get it. You know, and when, when she was like, "Why don't they just call it like a hot tub?" She was like, "I'd be fine." But they, it's because they call it like a, a, a hot bath with other people. It's, it's just, just it's weird regional language terminology. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, uh, but we did go to a uh, a cool brewery called Superior that uh, makes all of their beer with the spring, like the hot spring water. So that was really cool. Hmm. Oh, I got something for us to try too. Yeah. What'd you get? I have kind of like at the, the deer hunt. Uh-huh. All right, go get it. All right, go get it. Can we talk about this bourbon while uh, he's Yeah, go it? ahead and tell us about this bourbon. So I'm Zach. super excited. Like I said, I drove to Nashville, and half the fun of driving to Nashville is being able to come back with bottles of bourbon that you cannot get in Texas. Um, but the bourbon we are trying, drinking tonight is from Company Distilling. So this uh, is company whiskey. This company. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's literally called Company Distilling, but this brand just started in 2021, or like you know, they're selling the product now in 2021. It is in East Tennessee, right, kind of in the Smokies. But uh, the master distiller from Jack Daniels left because he wanted to kind of be more creative with his bourbon and uh, created this company. So the distiller of company, <laughs> it gets confusing fast. Uh, the distiller of company is an ex master distiller from Jack Daniels, uh, doing his stuff. And, uh, the way they do it is they make it just like traditional bourbon, but then they finish it in a maple wood, uh, barrel. Mm. So what's the proof on this? It is 45%. So 90 proof. It's a good sipping whiskey. I mean, we've been sipping on it. We started, we had a conversation before we recorded, and I've been sipping on it through that time. I like it. I like it. It has a, you can taste like a different flavor from a normal bourbon. Uh-huh. I think it's that maple. 
It has just enough heat on it, but not overly powerful. Right. It's I good. Like it. I like yeah, it. I like it too. Um, is it an actual bourbon or is it a It is a whiskey? bourbon. Okay. It is, yep, it is a bourbon. Um, or it's a finished bourbon, I think is what they technically have to say. But Finished uh, with Maplewood. It just says straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah. It's uh, it's good stuff. I mean, the um, I was hanging out with some guys up there who were like distributors for uh, some bourbon companies, and uh, they're all about this. You know, they're like, oh, you got to try company. That's the one to get and go home with. Mm. So, What's that bottle run? Uh, run around 60 bucks. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't think you can buy it in Texas yet. Just a Tennessee, maybe Kentucky thing. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I'd buy that. And for sure. as y'all know, I'm not a huge, like, I mean, I like whiskeys and bourbons and stuff, but I'm not ever like a bourbon whiskey guy. No, this is you singing its praises, and I like I like it a lot. Yeah, no, I take I take that well. Now, something I don't like, but y'all are gonna have to try, <laughs> is while I was home, my little, <laughs> my stepbrother had been having some uh, stuff going on, uh-huh. sickness, uh-huh. and so my stepmother, uh, someone that she works with or knows. Brought her this. She uh-huh. did not let her son drink it because it was medicine, but it's... Yeah, and it's crystallized Sudafed, so... <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, it's a moonshine, so she didn't let her son, like, try it at all. But when I saw it, I was like, is that what I think it is? And she's like, yeah, it's it's, it's moonshine. And I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Is it flavored? It is. It's cherry. Okay. Which, that is my least favorite... Artificial flavoring of anything. It's like cherry and fake banana, the two worst. But have you tried it yet? I have. Okay. Are you not going to try it? I'll try. I'll try it again for. I'll suffer through it with y'all. But it's pretty. It's it's (laughs) hot. That smell. It's hot and it smells like cough syrup. It it smells like cough syrup and nail polish. It does not taste that bad though. I don't know if you got a big enough swallow. No, I did. It's not that hot though. Uh, To me, it was pretty. That's I think problem. for me, it's so syrupy that it kind of coats your throat before the like the. Oh, that's true too. The smell is yes, the smell gets it does you worse. not smell good. Uh uh-uh. uh And actually, the taste isn't fantastic. I can't even tell you the guy's name. I can't tell you what he's wanting to call it. Mm. It's just cherry moonshine. <laughs> but it doesn't actually taste that hot. It does not taste how it smells. No, but it's so uh, to me. It tastes exactly how it smells. It's so syrupy that it's like immediately coats your whole throat with like this like. Ooh. Yeah. They're making good faces. <sighs> yeah. It's... That is not going to be a daily drinker for me. <laughs> no. I don't even know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh, man. And for those of you guys who don't know, <clears throat> Cliff has brought out a tiny mason jar. And yeah, it's, it's probably the fakest red drink you could ever imagine. A it kind... looks like pink drink. Yeah, or like Hunch Punch. Yeah. You know, it kind of looks like that. Does not taste like that though. It it didn't have that oh. flavor before. Oh God! It's been. Uh, <laughs> it honestly did not have that flavor before. Wait, has it gotten better? That was not as hot as the first time I tried. I'm it. telling you, it did not taste that hot to me. But I think it it's didn't. Been, it wasn't that hot. It but just it still tastes like bad. cough it syrup. Tastes bad. It just tastes awful. It didn't even taste like coffee. I think I'd prefer to have cough syrup. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm not expecting anyone no. to drink this. This is going to sit on the safe forever. <laughs> Where's the robotussing? Like, okay, <laughs> it, it was pretty bad. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that for the guys. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now, if we all can't see in the morning, that's a different story. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> uh, Kendall can drive me to work. So I want to make an announcement real quick. Mm-hmm. 
we started a Discord server. We got a lot of people joined already. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm going to sell all my old crap on there. <laughs> if anybody will buy it. Basically, if you don't know what a Discord server is, it is a basically a community chat room. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. It's a community chat room where uh, you guys can have conversations with us and other members of other podcast listeners, other members of the chat. And then you can, uh, we divide it into conversations. So you can go to a specific conversation that you want to have, whether it's fly fishing, hunting, archery, fly tying. We have a meetup one. We'll probably add more as we go. Uh, and we you, discover. And you cannot no longer be the person to be the first one to comment. Yes, we already had someone comment first on all the pages, so you miss out on that opportunity. But you can be second. You can be second. On a lot of them. I yeah, do. so I'll go through and say second to all, all <laughs> of them. Oh, please do that. Um, <laughs> <Or> don't. <laughs> but I think we're going to post uh, ex- some exclusive content on there. It's free, so you guys don't have to pay anything. Mm-hmm. But I think we'll post some exclusive co- uh, content on there. As far as like maybe some things we might have edited out of prior podcasts, um, maybe some go. other conversations that we have. And so if you guys want a place to communicate with us in like a chat room style, yeah. I think I would describe it as a better Facebook group. You yeah, know, you know, we could do like a, like a top 10, like uh, what not to wipe your butt with in the woods. Cactus, number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gave away the good but surprise. But the... Uh, Something we could do is they can post questions on there because we can get them live while we're recording. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like Discord. We've been kind of running Honey Hole through Discord-ish uh, so yeah. far. And it works pretty well. And it works well. And I know a lot of other groups use Discord. What we're going to do is we're going to post, if you missed out, we already kind of posted on Instagram, but you can go to the description of this podcast and we will have a link for our Discord specifically. You guys can click on that link. You guys can join in the conversation, hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. I think it's just going to get better as it grows. The more people we have in there taking part will be oh, yeah. fun. So uh, that's that. That's my announcement. I did do a, a made a good YouTube video over the break too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to know how to use a pool noodle as a fly fishing accessory, I made a great YouTube video. I still don't see how that fits in your pack. It fits in my pack. I measured it. Oh, I, I, I have a hip pack, so it's real wide. I know it fits in yours. I just don't see how it fits in mine. <laughs> <laughs> I got to cut it different. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go on to our YouTube channel, Honey Hill Angling, and check that out. Might be able to do like a out. wedge, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's the same concept. About this, this big. I used a cork for a little bit. That's probably a good idea, but you can't do like a true dropper rig on a cork. No, so I did. And actually, my thing was I put too many. I put like I put like six rigs on one cork. Too many. You need to put like you two need or three. One rig per cork, and so yeah. your bag's just filled with corks. <laughs> that's, that, honestly, probably like that's a good ratio. One yeah. one rig to one cork, and it does work for the most part. Um, however, like some flies will pop off every now and then, but that's not a question. That's yeah, that's where the pool noodle comes in because yeah, it's a softer foam and the flies will stick, stick in. Better. Yeah. Take Landon's advice, not Zach's advice. No, cork, if you want to save space, but you might have some floating flies And I think around. you can get thinner pool noodles than the one I use, too. Like, there's uh, thinner ones, which I also think would be an improvement. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't even know they made a different style pool noodle. Yeah, there's all kinds of pool noodles. Yeah, maybe like a pool noodle for Do you not go in swimming pools? No, I do, but I don't need a pool noodle. I can swim. <laughs> no, you know, no. he brings up a good point. I've only ever seen one type of pool noodle. 
You guys haven't seen like the thinner ones? No. Uh-uh. They're not uh, hollow in the middle, and it decreases the diameter a little bit. I think it'd be easier if you have a smaller pack. So you get better swing than when you're playing swords. Yeah, yeah you get better swing <laughs> for sure. Whack! <laughs> Mother... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How was your guys' break? It is pretty good being home. I'm not going to lie. Um, Back in Georgia? Yeah, but it was it was enough. Yeah. It, I would by the end of it, I was ready to get back. That's um, how it always goes, yeah. But I had a good time. Uh, hung out with my best friend since like second grade. Mm-hmm. Um, a good bit. Uh, my cousin. You do any hunting or fishing? I did not. I did reach out to the uh, uni- University Systems of Georgia for a piece of parcel that wasn't too far away from my dad's place that was flooded timber to see if I can hunt it, and they were like, uh, no. It's too much of a liability if we don't know you. Is that what they said? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, hey, at least you asked, though. Right? Yeah, and they were super nice about it. And I, I, like, told them, like, my situation, that I was born raised there, went to UWG, mm. all this other stuff. Like, try to pad it a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, just Joe Blow saying, hey, can I hunt your land? <laughs> um, but they said no because it's a liability. The only way that they do hunts on their property is if it's through uh, the state of Georgia's DNR programs and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I understand that and I respect it. So there's that. But I did find another piece that I don't know the people who own it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of spend a year uh, researching who owns it, other pieces, how to contact them and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you buy an annual hunting and fishing license for Georgia or do you just buy one when you're up there? Um, Normally, just when I'm up there, uh, I did look in it. I did have access to some deer uh, spots over there, but looking at the license for a week-long license was going to cost me like $400, yeah. and I was like, it's not worth it because I might get out there once. That's, I do the same thing whenever I'm I'm in Tennessee. The worst mistake I feel like I've ever made was not buying my lifetime license when, when I was still a there. Georgia resident. Will they, so will they honor it even if you become a non-resident? There are ways around it. Okay. Uh, yes, they will honor a lifetime license. Like if you live there and you buy a lifetime license, they'll honor it. In fact, we know someone who's done that for other states, not Georgia. So they go live there for six months and then get the. They've lifetime. lived there for a while. They had their lifetime license, got their lifetime license when they lived there. They moved here, and the other state still honors it. Correct. That's nice. That's actually not a bad. I mean, like you pay a lot of money for a lifetime license, so yeah. Um, are you going to buy a lifetime Texas license? Before How? I move, I definitely would. I would max out my credit card to do it. What? What is it? Is it like three grand? No, it's only fifteen hundred. I'm not saying that that would max out. Is that anything, a super combo? Yeah, that would be cover everything. Super and you combo, s- and you still have to go technically print it out every year. Right? Yes. yes, or you, I guess you can log in online and print it. And that doesn't it. count for the public land. Correct. It does not account for your public land, and it does not account for your federal t- duck stamp. Yeah, which I still need to do. But, I mean, you buy a federal duck stamp, and it covers you for all 50 states. So, I mean... Does it really? Point, yes. But you have to have a hunting license in those states outside to of To continue federal. to hunt, because you'll also have to have those states' duck stamps as well. Or migratory waterfowl Oh, uh, okay. Stamps. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, it, they would honor it if you have a lifetime license gotcha. for it. Um I've thought about how do I game that a little bit, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, but uh, 
I would have liked to have my lifetime Georgia license as well. Because how much it, is a lifetime Georgia license? It's like eight hundred bucks. Oh, oh gosh, and it costs you four hundred dollars yeah. just to go out there for a week now. <laughs> yes. So it was. I live it in was Tennessee pretty disheartening. Tennessee's licenses are pretty expensive. They are, especially for uh, out of state. Like, well, even for in state, I was surprised because they're like eighty bucks to like one hundred and ten for a like in state. Yeah, and then you got to add on like different waterfowl specific stuff, mm -hmm. different migratory even, stuff even there and then to different hunt fishing areas stuff too. yeah oh, different yeah. fishing set and different hunt areas require their own individual license it gets yeah complicated fast. i think when i was looking there because as you guys know not our listeners but i did get reached out to by a company there and when i was looking at it and stuff and like what my cost of living would be i calculated in mm -hmm. a hunting I mean, and fishing license because yeah, it's an annual thing you don't have to pay um and it was like $185 for everything. Yeah. And like I said, by the time you do the, the trout stamp on top, because that's the way they do it there and everything, it's it's crazy expensive. Yeah, it and, was. And if you go, even for like four days, it'll cost me probably 60 or 70 bucks to get a non Now, I will say, hunting deer was that expensive. And that's because Georgia requires a, what's called a big game license okay. or endorsement now. Um, I don't remember that when I was growing up at all. So you could hunt turkey and... I could hunt turkey. I could hunt waterfowl cheaper there for sure. Yeah, but um, if you want to do deer... Yeah, they, and I think it was deer and black bear or something account for this. And uh, that's when it got expensive. Yeah. Um, so they, they have black bear in Georgia? Yeah, North like Georgia. Hunting, like a hunting season for it? North Georgia. Um, but I... Knowing like I'm there predominantly for family and stuff is like if I even get out, it's very minutely. Yeah, you might be able to go fish a little bit, but that's kind of about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it wasn't worth forking over that type of money no, to go I, do it. I totally get that, but I, it's a decision I make every time I go. I'm like, how many times am I going to be in Tennessee this year? Is it worth trying to get non-resident? Now every time I go to like Florida or Alabama on vacation and stuff. Uh -huh. I buy a fishing license because it's cheap, and I know oh, yeah. I, can, I can set up an offshore or, like, a surf rig and just... Yeah, especially if you're there for, like, a it. couple of days, just, like, buy the little three-day license, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that a lot most states are moving to where you can just buy it online and kind of keep it on your phone. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, yeah, it's, it's so a, much easier. If, especially for fishing, it's a game-changer. Yeah, because you can just be like, am I going to fish today? Okay, go buy the daily license on my phone and then head on out, yeah. you know? Um. No, that's cool though. So that you only went to Georgia, right? Uh, well, Georgia and Alabama, but that's Damn. same same difference for me. I, I'm right. I, so I left uh, Thursday evening at about ten thirty or so, and by the time I was crossing the Alabama line, as as in Georgia at midnight, and then across the Alabama line, it went back down to eleven o'clock, mm -hmm. and so I got to celebrate two New Year's twice. <laughs> And I was driving into one one small little town, and they had fireworks and stuff going. So I reached over and noticed Cynthia. I said, "Look how excited they are to see us here, <laughs> setting off fireworks for us." Look how excited they are to see us. Oh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I think Ken and I are going to go to Savannah for spring break. You know, I've never been to Savannah. Really? It's it's a far drive. It's a pretty far drive from where, like, I necessarily was, and I didn't have any, like, true business there. Yeah. It looks like it's about 16 from here. It was about six to eight hours from Carrollton okay. or so is what I was always told and looked at. Yeah. Um, it was a haul, but yeah. it was, wasn't I horrible. I think we're going to split it in half. We're trying to – we're actually deciding it where should we be, should – It should be almost 20 hours from here. When I mapped it, 
it was only 16. But, I mean, like, you know, you give or take an hour from, uh, but you know what? It's about 16-hour drives, but that is including stops to Carrollton, which is the west side of the state. Right, and it's 16, like, if you nonstop all the way there, and I don't think that includes the time change as well. Mm -hmm. So if you include the time change and your stops, you're probably looking at 18, 18 to 19, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I like the art district, but also, like, we can do some fly fishing around there, too. You it, know? I hear it's a pretty cool town. Yeah. Um, a lot of history, a lot of, like, Spanish moss and yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I would have lo- I would suggest doing a ghost tour because I always heard about them. That's what up. I would like to do one, yeah. Um, but I, I just never made it to that that part. Now, I went to Tybee, St. Simons, uh, Columbia. Uh-huh. Did you go to Hilton Head? I've been to Hilton Head. Okay. I've just never been to Savannah. Yeah, because Hilton Head's pretty close. Yeah. I was surprised. It's like, I mean, it's right across the state line there, and then that's it. Yeah, I just never went into Savannah proper. Yeah. But it, it, it was, it's kind of on my bucket list. I just haven't had any reason, reason to, to go truly out. go. We're, we're just kind of looking for a place to go that's like driving distance. We talked about going to the, like, the Keys and doing Key West, but I was kind of like, well, what about Savannah? You know, we can still, like, we can go fly fish for some reds there. The issue with the keys is that you'd have to get there, and then it's still a long way. Yeah, you like you fly into probably Miami Dade. Yep, and then you, it's and then it's like a six to seven hour drive at that point. I'm like, and it's all on water too. Yeah, like, it's, it's like your island hopping on these like things. I'm like, I like I don't get me wrong. I would love to go back to the keys and just spend some time there, but just to do it on a whim is a different story. Exactly. I'm like, we can do Savannah, like, and we're just kind of think of like a midway point to stop. So I may pick your brain a little bit later on where you think the best place where we can just grab it. Oh, South Georgia, nowhere. Don't. Yeah. Well, that's like, because like we were like, well, New Orleans is almost a little too close to here to really make it worth a while. And Kendall and I, neither are big, just like, let's go hit the streets of New Orleans, you know. See, I want to go to New Orleans with like you guys. Uh Uh-huh. But... If I'm not going with, like, y'all during, like, a non-Mardi Gras season. Yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah. I definitely don't want to go during Mardi Gras. No. None of that sounds I'm, fun. I'm past that. Yeah, I like, people have stories. I'm like, it just doesn't sound fun anymore. No. Like, it just sounds like a – honestly, it sounds like a hassle. I don't need to sh- get throw beads to see some boobies, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to go do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. No, that's funny. No, uh, our Christmas was good, though. We went to Houston for a few days to see Kendall's parents. Um, I'm trying to think if we did anything there. Not really. And then we drove. We, we were supposed to fly to Nashville, but flights kept getting canceled left and right, and they kept moving our flight, like mm-hmm. crazy hour differences. And this was a couple of days before. Did so, they refund you your money? So my dad has, like, because he flew every week for years, has like a million points or something. And so he usually just gets our tickets for to go up there. And I called him. I was like, hey, like, um, with the way the flights are going right now, they're canceling every other flight. Like, we're just going to drive. Like, Kendall and I don't mind a road trip. We're just going to drive on up. And he was able to get his money back or his points back. That's good. And, um, no, but we did same thing as you. Straight shot, 14 hours. Um, <laughs> Kendall wasn't used to doing a long trip like that, especially on a whim. <laughs> so... By the end of it, she was like, I just need to get out of the car. I'm done. It's <laughs> it's not bad. It's not even the getting out of the car that, like, stops me. Um, it's, I just got tired. 
Mm-hmm. And at that point, I I just can't, I can't stay up all night like I used to. No, that's where I'm at too. If if and like on and I that was chugging, drive, I was chugging like monsters and Red Bull and yeah, stuff. But still, it, sometimes it just hits, and there's like nothing you can do about it. Yeah, your just your eyes just get like heavy, and you're like, I gotta I gotta do something else. Um, and that's why like we were able to make it there on one shot because like I never felt tired on that first drive. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is coming back from Hot Springs, like. Around Waco, it hit me, and I was like, those long, you know, long blinks, and you're just like, oh, man. And it was, like, middle of the day. It was, yeah. like, 2 a or two p.m., and I was, like, I'm getting tired out of nowhere. So, you know how uh, everyone talks about Dons for Boudin and Cracklins? Uh-huh. I found somewhere I, th- I like even better. And what? I've been going, switching back and forth on both of them for a while, uh, driving through that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a place called... Uh, Hebert's, Hebert's about two exits or so west or east of Don's. Okay, and their crackling and boudin is way better to me. Now, granted, Don's has like the sandwiches and stuff that you can get, and it's like a true meat market for other stuff that you can get there. But for fresh crackling and boudins, Hebert's is the place. What a way to go! Yes, it's way better. So I stopped and got some uh, chicory coffee around Baton Rouge. Okay. So it's coffee with chicory beans. What's a chicory bean? I have no idea, but it gives it a little bit darker, richer, and a little bit of a kick flavor. So it was good. It was good, but that stuff is diesel. It's like regular drip coffee, Uh but with double the strength of almost, I don't know if it's truly double the strength, but it kicks harder than espresso. So it hits you and you're like... Yes, and I I bought a tin uh, when I got back because they sell it in uh, Cafe du Monde. Uh-huh. Sells it in like a little yellow can, like an old school coffee can. Okay. And I got some, and I, that's what I've been drinking this week. And dang, boy, if that stuff doesn't wake <laughs> you up in the morning. You're just ready to go every day. <laughs> I've never had coffee that's just like, I'm ready before. Yeah. I, I've, drank, I've drank a lot of coffee, and even like, during my barista days. Right. But I've never had anything like this. No, you, you don't hit that like, I'm ready to go. No, this, is like, this is like crack or something. <laughs> it just wham. Maybe that's what chicory is. Whatever it, you call mu- it. it must be chicory. Ch- chicory. Okay. Our next time, I'll ta- I'll bring it out. Okay. And we can. And if we, maybe we hit out there in March. I'll have to like, let you know. You tell me where to stop and get some. Dude, just buy this Cafe du Monde. <laughs> just get that. They sell it at HEB here. Oh, do they you can, really? You, like, yeah, no, you can no, get, get it. The chicory like, here. Just get it. Just get it here. Try it. Because if you get it on the road and you ain't used to it, it's that's going to run right through you. <laughs> I've never had a cleansing. And Jesus boy. Oh, I like that. Jesus boy. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Okay. I, I Real quick. I did hear a good joke today. I got to tell you. This, that just reminds me. Okay. Um, you know, poop jokes aren't my favorite. Uh, but they're a solid number two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say they're the shit. <laughs> it's me, the sun-soaked tropical hotel looking for a companion who enjoys short walks to sandy beaches and exotic bird sightings. Must love a spontaneous voyage on a privately owned catamaran. My strengths include ocean and jungle views, your choice, plus the occasional ukulele serenade. My only weakness, you'll never want to leave me. Download the hotels app to find me, your perfect somewhere. 
FX presents Under the Banner of Heaven. This case I'm working on is a double murder. Inspired by the true crime bestseller by John Krakauer. Oh my God. And starring Academy Award nominee Andrew Garfield. The evidence points to things and to beliefs that I have only ever heard whisperings about. FX is Under the Banner of Heaven. All new Thursdays, only on Hulu. All right, so Landon had to step out for a little bit, so it's going to be Zach and I for the rest of the podcast. So. Yeah, gonna <laughs> Do we have a Cliff versus Zach? Let, let's come Ooh, up with Ooh, that would be great. That would be a nice little surprise. Let's go, let's go to each other's throats <laughs> real quick while there's no mediation. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's see, we covered hunting in Africa. Even though, like, Modern Huntsman, you know that, that annual... Mm-hmm. They're doing their next big issue is all about African hunting, and they have like interviews with, um, like uh, not poachers, but they have interviews with the wildlife managers in Africa. And so I'm really curious to see their perspective on I'd it be, because I'd be willing to like read and watch something on. Yeah, that. I'm excited about it. I, I, I just think African hunting is it's a whole different breed, and we gotta we gotta pull out of our mindset in order to even understand it. I think so too, and, and I think also. <clears throat> taking our culture that we have here where it's so Instagrammed, you know what I mean? And like trying to apply our culture to places that aren't. Well, don't, us. don't even get me started on the Instagram huntresses and hunters and Speaking, stuff like that. I don't know how much we're going to cover that, but I did listen to that episode that everyone was talking the Matt about. Ranella yeah. One. And Kendall did too. Um, it's so like I was crazy. They were at that. each other's throats the whole Especially time. Especially the end. I was like, he said some stuff that only a brother could say. Yeah. Like, and, it was very uh, whether you take Stephen Ranella's side or Matt mm-hmm. Ranella's side, neither one of them, and especially Matt, approached it with like good tact at the end. I agree. Like when he was like, "Well, f you" and all this other stuff. Like we right. disagree on stuff, but we're not getting to that level. Not at all. And like I hope we never get to that point. I hope we can agree to disagree. But I hope we can ad- disagree respectfully. I feel like we'd normally have just a good discord. I do too. Um, Speaking of Discord, go join our Discord. <laughs> join Discord. <laughs> See how I did that? <laughs> that was a perfect segue. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I am curious though. Where where do you fall on Instagram hunting? Because <clears throat> he, he actually made some good points, especially early on. And I was like, I can see that. I feel like if you're doing it for the gram, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. Um, and I completely agree with that. Now, with that being said, I feel like there is a space for hunters on social media and Instagram specifically. And mm-hmm. I have no problem, and I'm guilty of it too, of like grip and grin, trophy style yeah. pictures. To me, it's the dick hole. Sorry. It's the dummies <laughs> who are sitting there putting like wood ducks through their zippers and saying, look at my woody or something like that. Yeah. Degrading the animals and stuff and not bringing honor to the kill or the hunt. I think that's part of it. And doing it only for fame and laughs and lulls and likes and stuff like that. I disagree with. Right. Um, Now taking a picture of your, the buck that you got, your son got or whatever, holding it up. I have no problem with me neither. I do not think that's an issue at all. Um, what about the point that was brought up where, especially these people who have like 500,000 followers, a million followers, do you think that they are, and it's it's hard to say, do you think that they are killing beyond their means, if that makes sense? Like, because they know that a picture of a dead animal gives them more likes, that they are killing animals that necessarily 
they're not going to eat. You know, they're not going. I mean, it's it's hard to assume that, what they're going to do with it. That goes for hunters without 500 million followers too. Oh, f- now working. I know hunters of- that kill three to four deer, like kill their whole tag limit, and they maybe eat one deer if even a year. You I know? know people working on the the preserve and everything. I know people who come up there and they don't eat any of the birds. They don't even want the they bird. Don't, they don't, they don't the even want it. They yeah. don't want anything to do They're with like, it. They're like, give it to the hunters for the hungry or whatever. It's, it's done with at that point. So I'm not saying that that the people who are have 500,000 followers mm-hmm. are doing that. I do think that, A, I'm questioning at this point, are they even killing half those animals? Because I have seen influencers who have used other people birds that I was cleaning and stuff like that with someone else's dog uh-huh. posting it on Instagram has been posted on Instagram yeah. and has a shit ton, crap ton of followers that isn't, yeah, and sponsorships I get that. out the wazoo. I and they that. hunt both North America and Africa a lot. Um, so I have an issue with people using other people's kills for their own glory. I feel like that's, yeah, I think that kind of just takes away or brings to the point of like being honest. So I do, do, I do question those people Using, and we have friends guilty of this too, mm-hmm. using the same fish but different angles is what we have friends that do. Same fish, different angles, yep. and stuff like that. And then posting them out longer Weeks, periods of months, time so it looks like they're it. out there way more than they actually are. That's a little bit of a lie. Not as bad as using someone else's stuff. Right. But it's still there. I have a disagreement with that. Mm-hmm. Hunters do it as well. I'm not just picking on the anglers because yeah. I know hunters who do. Um, and then at a certain point, I think that all of the like 500,000, like the big influencers and stuff, they're just like the fitness models and stuff on Instagram. Yeah. They're, they're not, they get paid to use these products. They're pulling the wool over your eyes. Da, 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 da. I don't get paid for any of the products that I use. No. I've not gotten one thing free. Right. And I don't buy just cheap crap. The stuff that I use, which we'll get into a product that I I really highly respected and stuff, and now I just can't do it. I can't do it um, here in a little bit. But, like, I don't buy crap. Right. Buy once, cry once. Correct. And then uh, I give my honest opinion about it. If I don't like it. I'm not going to try and push it on anyone else. Yeah. And that it's so it's a, I think this is an important conversation for us to have as Honey Hole as we grow and we get more influencers. Like, is there a responsibility that we have? I think the responsibility that we have is to be honest to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Who we are. And if we do that, then we're going to be all right. Right. I agree. And I think, like you said, doing it for the wrong reasons. Like, if you go out. Yeah, we're not getting famous off this thing. No. None of us expect to. No, no, no. Not at all. But, you know. But my, I, my, I, my thing is I want to stay 100% honest. And if I say something that someone thinks that they need to call me out, Cliff, call me out on it because I want to know because I want to be 100% authentic and honest with you guys. I think that's an important place to be, right? Being okay to, like, people make mistakes, right? That's part of being human is to make mistakes. But also being able to talk about it if or like at least listen to the other side and at least right. listen to somebody who might be like hey like why did you do this or i don't think you should have done this you know and have that discourse um 
Yeah. Is it discourse or discord? Well, we want to say discord because we want we people to We have a discord join. now, so go join. <laughs> <laughs> but I think discourse is the appropriate vocab. I don't know. Now you got me in all in my head about it. I'm not sure what the right word is. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I don't know. Um, um, oh, I was going to ask you one other one. Um, but I do think that that, go back and listen to that, if you haven't, the episode of Meat Eater with Stephen and Matt Ranella. Uh-huh. Their, their conversation is probably the last hour or so. It was right before the Christmas break. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's pretty interesting. I think, yeah, I think it was, you know, like you can get some good stuff. And I was going to ask you, do you think there's a responsibility to show the failed hunts as well? And I think we actually, on our podcast, maybe not on our Instagram. I think we talk about it, but I don't think we show it. But again, I don't show half of what I do. I don't even show, yeah, exactly. Like, y'all know when I go out and stuff like that, and then I still don't post things. No, I don't take a picture of everything I kill. I don't take a picture of every fish I catch. Correct. And I think that's the, the difference. I think if you are that influencer who has the persona of... You kill something every single time you go out and all you that. You need to forty fish you every probably time you go out. need to show your failures as well. Uh-huh. Um, but unless you're doing the extreme of one, you don't need to do the other. Right. Like we we go out and we don't well, I don't post everything. No. But I do think at least on our podcast, I like to think that we do a pretty good job of being transparent as far as like, hey, we went out there. This is where we I didn't told, see shit. Yeah, this is where I <laughs> we watched a dove fly away. <laughs> yeah, literally, we watched a dove fly, dove fly into our pile of decoys. We all looked at it. And it took off. Yeah, I mean we we're amateur hunters. Yeah, we all know it. Yeah, we're not the best, but we're having a good time doing it. Having a good, I and think that's the we part. want you guys along the way learn from our mistakes. Come hunt with us. Come fish with us. We know a little bit. If you got questions, ask us. If we don't have the answers, we'll try and find you the answers because we want to be better at what we do too. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that's what separates about. us from a lot of these other podcasts that are like, I know everything. You have to have this piece of gear and all this. We're not saying that. No. We're not doing that stuff. No. We fail constantly. Oh, yeah. Because we don't pull our hammers back. Or we don't side in our bows correctly. Exactly. Right? It's just part of it. And it's things you learn. You get better as you go and as you get out there more often. Yeah. But also, we're not professional hunters, like you said. So, our opportunities are very limited. Yeah, we're just doing this to have fun. Oh, yeah. We make zero dollars off this thing. Zero dollars. We lose money doing this. <laughs> Maybe not for long. Maybe not, but, I mean, we've, we've played... Every time we go somewhere, it's us paying the hotel, us paying the very event true. fees, and all this other yeah. stuff. It's not coming out of a Honey Hole account. But hey, so we do it because we, we do it. exactly. We do it because we're having fun. We're hanging out with our friends. So, so let's transition then. Uh, what did you get for Christmas? Uh, gift cards. I got a lot of gift cards this year. Too. I got a couple to Academy. Uh, got one to Panda Express, which is pretty solid. That's a good one. Yeah, that's like uh, one of those ones you don't normally go to, but when you have a gift card, you're like, oh yeah. I can't go to Panda. Um, well, there's one right by my office, so like oh, I yeah. hit that up pretty regularly because I love like Chinese food. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, is that really even Chinese food? It's like calling Taco Bell Mexican food. Yeah, when I was marketing though, Panda Express was definitely on rotation. It's like oh yeah. Good. Um, my biggest thing that I got was a uh, layout blonde. Okay, how do you have it in in here? Yeah, how big right, is it? It's right there behind Landon's chair. Real? I was not expecting it to be that tiny or that shape. 
I was gonna well, make it's, a roll. It's uh folded up right now. Yeah. Uh it's pretty nice. It's not the best it's the best one out there that I really wanted. Yeah. Um it's not a coffin style. It's like the ones we used up in Lubbock, so it's the blanket style, just a mat with a cover that you put your feet in. Are the walls uh like are there walls of it so it's kinda no. like sturdy? There's no like structure there's to it. There's no structure. It's just so it's like literally a, just like a mat with like a blanket that you can throw over. Uh-huh. Are there two blankets or just one? It's just one. Okay. Um it's not an expensive mm-hmm. blind. I need to um muddy it up. So I need to go somewhere and like actually put mud and stuff and get it dirty. Just throw dirt on it. Uh to kind of it still has like that new camo sheen. Oh yeah, yeah I knew that needs to kind of come off of it and take it up to Lubbock one day and just yeah, just it. leave it in the back of my truck. It'll be perfect after that. Yeah, like literally like eight hours. It'll be Dude, solid. I've had to go wash my truck twice since then, and it's still not like all of it gone. Oh, you know, it'll never leave. It's Your your car is tainted. Um, And I need to buy some blind grass and stuff for to it. To put on top? To, yeah, just gotcha. to kind of break it out. Is there a pillow? It does have a little pillow. It it's actually nice. has more of a pillow than the ones we use in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, you don't want to like sleep on that pillow. No. It's pretty hard, but it's enough support that it's not uncomfortable. Okay, so like the blanket then, can you like peek out of it, or is there a hole for your face? There's a mesh part that goes over your face. Nice. That's nice. And it has like a wire in it, so you can kind of shape it and stuff, too. Oh, so you can kind of like form it or structure how uh-huh. you want. That's cool. I'll, uh, I'll When we clean up, I'll lay it out. Pop it, it out. It takes zero time. Nice. Uh, that's your That was your big, your big thing you got, right? Yeah. Um, it's... You can go to, uh, it's a Tangle Free, which is a brand that I like mm-hmm. for waterfowl stuff. Oh, that's right. They do like the three things, right? Uh-huh. Um, looks like a wing. Yeah. Uh, it's, or like a wolverine. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> I, I, I see a wing, so. <laughs> see, every um, time I look at your safe, I'm just like, oh, wolverine went to town. Uh, it uh, It's not an expensive. It's the ground ghost. Okay. So uh, you can get that blind for well under 200 Mm-hmm. So it's very economical, um, yeah. but it has it, it has a decoy bag built into it as well. So like if I go somewhere, like I just have to throw my decoys in it, and so it's like one stop shop. Yeah. You can throw everything you need right there. That with my decoys in it, which would have my uh, anchors and all that mm-hmm. attached, my cables, uh, I could take that my blind bag and a shotgun. And I'm, and you're fine. ready for the day. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I like things like that that have like extra pockets for things that you know you're going to need out there. Yeah, kind of like when we found out the Chama chair had a gun holder. Yeah, which I feel like they told us that, but none of us used it for that because I never put it together after that. I don't know. I, all I know is when we went out for our come hunt with us. Yeah, that was a game changer. Is when it sank in. Yeah, that I could use it for that because to be honest, because yeah, I put that bag in storage and never pulled it out again because it was like why? Why? Yeah. But no, that's perfect. It makes so much sense. It does. I don't know what I thought that little pocket strap thing was for before that. Water bottle, maybe. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I can put like my tripod here, which you could. You can use it for other things. Yeah, but that gun, that, that's it's, just that, clutch. That's the game changer. Like yeah. that makes it so much easier to carry anything. It really does. What'd you end up getting? Uh, let's see. So my in-laws, they got me some Howler stuff. And then I got those extra tough boots. They had, like, these limited edition, like, brown ones with, like, a little bit of camo, like, on the top part. I love them. 
So you already got them. Yeah. I thought you said you ordered them earlier. No, no, I already got some. I already got them on like Christmas. Uh, so that was really cool. That was like my big gift from. Are them. they comfortable? They're actually really comfortable. Like, and I have like weird feet where like weird shoes can like hurt my feet really easily. I'm pretty flat footed. Do you have a pair of uh, Lacoste boots? I don't like the rubber boots. Like I don't. Those? I don't. Yeah. Because um, I was wondering uh, how they fit or. Yeah, like compared com- to that. Compared those. to those. Because those are comfortable. Really? Yeah, they're extra tough, are really comfortable. They have that, you know, like deck floor mm-hmm. uh, for the sole. Um, they're neoprene, so like they're completely waterproof and everything. And I don't know. I like them a lot. They're neoprene. Are they hot? No, so like, or it, I don't know if it's actually neoprene, but the inside feels like neoprene. The, out, the, the outside is rubber, you know, but then like they have this one little section next, next to your ankle. That's neoprene, I think, for, like, more, like, comfort. Mm. And, um, I don't know. It's nice. I like it. I haven't noticed them been, like, they have been that hot. Is that going to be your wet waiting shoe? <sighs> I haven't still going to rot the Chacos. Probably Chacos. Because I feel like with those, because once they get water in them, like, the water has no place to go. You're just, like, standing in water at that point, you know? But that could be a good thing, too. It could be. But, like, if I'm, like... If I'm going in and out of water, you don't want to, like, walk around in a fishbowl. Yeah, squish, 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 squish. Yeah, it'd be kind of be weird. I don't know. I'm kind of, um, I either need to get new Chacos uh-huh. or find something else. Because mine, they rub blisters and stuff on me now. Like, they're too, they're gone. They're old, though. Really? I've had them for, like, well over 10 years. Yeah. I mean, just send them in to get re It's, like, 30 bucks. Um, but, Yeah. I don't know. I don't have an issue with tacos, especially after you break them in, because like they definitely have that like break-in period. Yeah. But then once you get them, I haven't had issues with them. I just think that either my straps have shifted and I can't pull them because there's so much crap in between the yeah. And you know they're they end up locking in. Almost. They do because like dirt and grit gets stuck in there, and then it's like you can't move. And them I ever. think that's where I'm at in them right now. And then things have just kind of shifted Stuck. and changed. Yeah. And yeah. do you use the one with the toe strap? I do, but I, I don't ever to. use the ankle strap. Okay, so uh, you need the toe strap. I use the toe strap, and I wear it like a flip-flop almost. Yep. I used to only swear by the toe strap ones, but I got those like fly fishing one without the toe strap. Mm-hmm. I love them. I don't think I'm ever going to get a toe strap one again. That's what everyone says. Like, honestly, they are so much more comfortable without the toe strap. And yeah. I don't feel like I'm losing any traction <coughs> with it. Yeah. If anything, it actually made getting rocks out of my Chacos easier. easier. Yeah. Does it make rocks getting into your Chacos easier? I didn't notice that. I don't think so. Maybe, though. But I don't know. Um, so that was why my in-laws gave me my um, my parents. They just kind of gave me money, you know. I keep Now it's burning a hole in my pocket. So I keep looking at that Mystery Ranch pop-up 28. Mm. it's the uh it's like their smaller uh load hauler system and it has like a pop-up shelf that comes in it um i'm really looking at that think about if you actually need it though that's my reasoning that's why i haven't i'm like it's one of those things that like it's cool but if i ever needed it i would rather just buy it at that time that's kind of how I wish I was with my mystery ranch because I bought a mystery ranch. I have a pack. Which one did you get? I have the uh, pin. I don't remember, but it's a, it's a it's a decent. It's not their biggest pack, but it's a 
it's a it's overnight a like backpacking yeah, pack yeah. um with the meat shelf and all that mm-hmm. on it as well thinking like oh this was like my early days of hunting and i was yeah. like oh i need this da 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 and so i didn't have a pack anyway i didn't even have luggage uh-huh. so i bought it and i've never once used that for a legitimate hunt yeah and that's to be honest i probably won't get it because of that and it's like the thing that i keep looking at but i'm like i probably won't use it so i probably don't it's need to too buy much it. for a day hunt yeah and if you're going back to your camp i'm counting that as a day hunt and stuff like that too yeah but like that's why that 28 is not it's a good size which is why i like it and it still has the option and it's not crazy expensive compared yeah. to some other packs I don't need another hiking backpack. Uh, the my Sika bucket is that's the bucket. Yeah, that's my everyday hunting like whitetail yeah. pack. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going hog, I'll use it as well. Mm. Um, I don't use it for waterfowl whatsoever, but I use a I have a small blind bag for that. Gotcha. Um, it it's worked out. But I've not. I've never been in the situation where, like, truly, am I having to carry like meat out miles? No. no. Yeah. I'm um, in Texas. I'm driving a truck halfway down there and then pulling it out of some brush and throwing it in the yeah. back. And realistically, so like, my that lease that my uh, my stepdad has, they have this one Sendero where you can't get a vehicle down because it literally is a cliff and there's mm-hmm. no switchbacks to get to it. Um. So that is hard to get it up, and it's like. It's a pretty steep angle to get out, but I think just getting a cart or a wagon for like fifty to a hundred bucks would be easier and, and cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. And it or would even s- if you had to quarter it out while you're down there and then just ca- carry, carry it a out a couple pieces at a time, that's really not that big of a deal because exactly. you're moving what like maybe five hundred yards. Yeah, probably. Honestly, probably around that. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. So yeah like four mean, or hundred. You can go up and down that two or three times in an hour if you really wanted to. Exactly, and have no issues. It's not like I have to worry about bears coming to get my correct hill country. You know, correct. Um, that's good. You taught me out of a of an expensive backpack. You're welcome. Yeah. Now, if we ever do it like uh, elk hunt or something, elk hunt in then we'll Colorado. Be, yeah. Then well, I'd then say, go, but the go thing is, it. though, but then even if you'd we do want elk a bigger hunt, pack, I, I wouldn't want the 28. I want a bigger one. Yeah. You know. Um, I think it's the Pindler is the one I the have. one you have. Yeah. Yeah, they have a couple. Like I like their stuff. I do too, and I, I trust their product. Mm-hmm. I've not had anything. I've bought like accessories and stuff, and I've used them. And the pack feels quality. I just don't use it all the time for hunting, but I have used it going like as my luggage. And you haven't used it for what you would, like it needs to be used. Yeah, for. yeah. Now the Yeti Panga duffel, I got as a piece of luggage too, and I love that thing. I've been, I use it all the time. Really? Yes. Yeah. I see the thing is, I have other duffels. I'm like, can you kind of do the same thing? It's not waterproof. I know. But when am I ever, like, when do my clothes ever go around water? Oh, I throw it in the back of the truck, and I don't worry if it's raining. That's true. I don't have a truck. I have a Jeep. So, mm. you know. I guess, you know, I could put on, like, the hood of my Jeep just because I can. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just that flex of Yeti product on top of a Jeep Willis edition. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> it's there because it can be. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, Kindle. So, I, I, I like to read comics in my spare time as well. Oh, yeah, you got a signed uh, Walking Dead comic. Yeah, so uh, Walking Dead ended a couple of years ago and uh, had 183 issues. She got a signed by the creator, the last issue of Walking Dead, so issue number 183, signed by the creator, and it was uh, graded at a 9.8 out of 10. So you know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know how the comics end. They veered off a little bit in the show. 
See, um, I never read the comics. And uh, uh, was there a book series with it too? Uh, I think they've made a couple of spinoff books. Like they did a book about the governor and stuff like that. Like certain characters have like a little novel. Mm. I've just watched the show. Mm. Um, and I liked it up to a certain point. Now it's just like I'm ready for it to end. I'm so ready for it to I'm end. I'm tired of like there being years between when seasons come out. And it's like, yeah, I don't even remember what happened last no, season now. I'm just bored. Because it's been two and a half years. Yeah, but it's like you feel like I've watched it for 11, 12 years. So I'm like I committed. I need to know how it ends yeah. now. So. Um, did you see that they're making a Halo TV show or I movie? I did. Yeah, on Paramount. I'm pretty ecstatic. Yeah. Because I loved Halo. Oh, yeah. Well, wait, okay, so <laughs> I want to ask, did you watch Yellowstone, the last episode? Oh, yeah. Okay, Yellowstone spoilers, what'd you think? Oh, wait, 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 let's see, okay. Yellowstone spoilers, if you're watching Yellowstone, don't listen to the next minute or two. I thought it was a good episode. I really like Jimmy now. I am so glad with what they did with Jimmy, yeah. I am too. I think that he's coming to his own and sending him down to the sixes was perfect for him. And they gave him a good little send-off. Like, he came back and... Uh-huh. Oh, man. I And I like the girl and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. I think she's way better than the barrel racer. And I think yeah. that he handled her, the barrel racer, so so well. I know. I was like, yeah. Because yeah. she treated him at the end like crap. Like, it was all his fault and all yep. this other stuff. And this other girl, like, totally under... She was like, this is what you got to do. You, go, you owe somebody, you know. And the conversation yeah. he had with John... Uh, there when they were looking at the horse, I was just like, oh, man. Like, yeah, that John so respects him. Now everyone on that ranch he, respects yeah. him. And when he headed that calf, yeah. they were like, all right, we're not messing with him no more. Like, he's he's the real deal. Yeah. So I'm excited for him to go back to the sixes. Yeah. Are you guys going to watch the spinoff? The sixes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 1883, I've started. There's three episodes on Paramount Plus, and it's... We watched the first Good. one, and I watched the first few minutes of the second one. I didn't watch all of it with, uh, they introduced Tom Hanks as the, the captain, or the general. He was only in it for a little bit. Oh, was he? Um, yeah, so they I've just, not seen him again. Okay. I have, I only watched like where he were, where they were having that conversation in the very beginning, and, uh, and that was it. I think 1883 is going to be, I don't know how the sixes is going to be, uh-huh. um, just because they haven't made it or put any out yet, yep. but... 1883 is the origin story of the, the Dutton Ranch. Yeah, the Yellowstone Ranch. And they right? all start in, it starts in Fort Worth, yep. but they allude that they came from Tennessee yep. into Fort Worth, and they're in a wagon train moving northwest, I guess. Mm-hmm. And everything. Yeah, because they're supposed to be going to Oregon with a uh, with German immigrants. Well, the Duttons, uh, I don't know his name in that. It's Me not either. John. Um they don't know exactly where they're going. He just said, "We're headed west till I find land." That's right. They're good helping for us. these uh, these German two guys Im- take the German immigrants to Oregon. Correct. And they're just kind of like, "We're along for the ride." But I feel like all those Germans are going to die. Yeah, they've already started dying off too quickly. I just like I like Sam Elliott a lot. I like his acting. Yeah. Not necessarily a fan of his. I don't know him as a person. Um, I just, would I like him? Yeah, you would. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> you would. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Listeners probably know what we're talking about at this point. <laughs> but he, uh, I like him. I like his acting. I've yeah. never seen anything that he's horrible in. So uh-huh. I give him a constant pass on stuff. Gotcha. Um, it's a good show. Yeah, I'm it's liking slow. It's kind of slow comparatively of where they're at in Yellowstone, where it's mm. like action all the time almost. Yeah. Um, 
But you got to remember, they're just setting up on the, they're not even to like the Trinity truly yet. Yeah. So they're just outside of Fort Worth. They've not really started on their trip and things have already started going sideways. Yeah. They already had one lady commit suicide. Oh my gosh. So. Oh, where they kicked the guy out because of smallpox? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So there, there's already like some stuff in there and you know it's just going to get worse. Oh yeah. Or better in our eyes yeah. as a viewer. What do you think? On. What do you think in Yellowstone? What do you think they did with Casey? Like, I don't understand what they're doing with him. I don't either, because at the end, you know, when he's talking to the wolf, when she, it transforms to the lady, uh-huh. and he's like, "Will you tell oh. me which way to go?" And he's like, "No, I'll be with you." And we don't you know which choose. pass he's looking at. And he looked down the left, and he's like, "Oh God!" And then he looked down the right, and then it didn't say anything. And then he talked to Monica, and she's like, "Well, what'd you say?" And he said, "The end of us." Right. I don't know if that's the end of him and Monica or the Duttons. Right. Yeah. And I think oh, it's interesting. That's a good... I never thought about it as the end of the Duttons. Okay. So you took it as the end of him and Monica. Yeah, but I totally what, see how it could be the other which way. Which is what I thought at the beginning. And then I was... Rethink... Someone asked me about it today and I was like, oh, crap. They got all this other stuff going on with the Duttons right it now. It could be the Summer Duttons. And, uh... And that other company and... And, uh... Beth kind of like saying she's going to change her character yeah. and all this other stuff. It's, it could be the end of the Duttons. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I think overall compared to the last season finale, it was probably a little, oh, no, but then all this stuff with Jamie happened too. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, Jamie murked his dad. Oh, man. I figured he was going to though. I don't know. I, I, I kind of thought that he would. I, I don't like Jamie as a character. Yeah, but he's needed as I a think character. he's, yes, I agree. But like he's not he you're supposed to not he's like my him, least like favorite person in the entire show. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie is yeah, definitely up there. I like uh Rip a lot. Yeah. This new kid is getting offered like the cushiest stuff. He goes in as like a rip younger rip like yeah. thing and then it's like, Yeah, but I'm living in the big house. Yeah. Not the stalls. Living in the big house. Goes on rides with John every day on the horse. Yeah. Like yeah, he's got the, the only other person who I think would have a cushier life is Tate himself. But Tate's sticking with Monica and Casey. Casey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like it, though. I thought it was good. There's a lot of spoilers in there. So, welcome back to <laughs> yeah, Yellowstone like, Hangout. That was like five minutes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, well, hopefully they've watched it by the time this comes out. Hopefully. I mean, they've had three weeks now. Yeah, if we're still two weeks out. Yeah, it's on your fault. Like, if you truly cared. <laughs> you'd have watched it. Yeah, that, you'd you would have watched it. You'd have been still. It's like someone faster. saying spoiler alerts for a movie that's 10 years old. Yeah, like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, Vader's Luke's father. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, Let's yeah. see. Uh, do you want to read articles real quick? Or we can bitch about companies. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I want to hear the, yeah, I want to hear the story. All right. What happened? So, when you think of Filson, uh-huh. what do you think? Uh, I feel like I open it up and the catalog is very similar, like an Orvis catalog, where it's like a lot of leather, a lot of flannel, a lot of, I don't know. There's probably a dog somewhere in the catalog. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but typically when people think Filson, they think quality. It's been an oh, outfitter. Yeah. Is that what, that's where you're going? That's you what I was quality. going for. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Or like rugged, durable. I know, expensive. Something like those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So those are the kind of things that you think of uh-huh. when you think it's an out. They claim to be an outfitter. Been around since eighteen hundred something. I think it's like eighteen ninety seven. So over a hundred years. Okay. They claim to outfit like people who work like woodsmen, like uh, loggers and cattle farmers and all this other stuff. So you'd think like, oh, these are going to hold up. Yeah. So right before my trip, I always wore Wranglers. I, I like the Wrangler retros. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Aren't they too stiff for you, though? The Wranglers? Yeah. No. Oh. The Wrangler regulars are, but the retros, they're soft. They're they, buttery. Okay. Maybe uh, that's where I messed up. But I constantly wear a hole in the ass. Why? All the time. I have no idea. Is like I just wear jeans. I, I legitimately live in jeans all year round, all the time. Can you wear them to work? Yeah. Oh, really? So every I wear, day? Yeah. I wear jeans Sorry. every single day. So I, I, I wear my jeans out. Yeah. Okay. And I, I'm not. One more question about the hole. Is it in the same place in every pair? Kind of, sort of. Okay. It's normally normally right around like the pocket areas and stuff. And they'll okay. get, they'll get big. Like yeah. you'll see like boxers and stuff through it. Okay. And so I was like, I'll run through like jeans, like three pair every three months. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. How many pairs of jeans every like three? Three every three months. I buy three pairs of jeans at a time. I wear them until they all get holes. And then I'll go buy three new pair of jeans. And you're doing this like every three months. No way. Yes. You go through that many jeans? I wear jeans all the time. And I'm not like. Okay, do you wash them after everywhere? No. And you still have to replace them that often? Yes. That's. Um, but I wear jeans legitimately every day. And y'all know the stuff that I, do. I don't just sit around. Like That's true. I've, it's seen, not, I've seen your legs once. Yeah. And I was where you were duck camp. And it was because it was that day where it was like 115 in here. Yeah. If I'm like relaxing, yeah, I'll throw on some shorts. Or if I'm wet waiting, like down at the coast, no, I'll that's wear true. shorts. That's true. Um, if I'm around water, I'll allow shorts. You allow, if I'm not, you allow shorts. If I'm not, I'm in, I'm in jeans. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I crawl underneath the truck. I'm working birds. I'm working in dogs jeans. in jeans okay. all year round. So I wear through them. So I was like, I'm tired of buying jeans every three months. Yeah. I said, I'll spend a little more money on Filson, which is supposed to be quality, Uh and get a jean that's going to last longer. How how many times more expensive were the Filson jeans compared to Wranglers? Two times. Okay. So it's not like not like it not like a ton. No, so you're hoping I mean, to get at least six months out of it. Yeah, if I get six months to a year, then I've saved money. <laughs> so I ordered, and because there's not like a Filson retailer around here, it's not like I could go try it on right. or anything like that. A lot of the places that do carry Filson, it's like their jackets and stuff. And I'm not speaking. Yeah, they don't have the their, whole thing. I'm not speaking ill of their jackets. I don't know their jackets. Okay, but you're specifically their jeans. jeans. Yeah. So I get online and I go through their sizing guide. I call customer service twice uh-huh. to get information on what to expect and stuff like that so I can order jeans that fit. All right. So at first, I'm looking, and they were like, oh, well, the rail splitters, they are like more straight leg, traditional cut jeans and stuff like that, which is normally a little too boxy for me. Mm-hmm. So I went with the meal skinners at first, mm-hmm. ordered two pair. Those are like more like traditional, like a little slimmer. It's a straight, it's a slim straight leg okay. type thing. I like slim straight. Yep. Um, ordered those two pair. They came in. I got them shipped actually to Georgia because that's where I was going to be when they came in. Yep. 
So I try them on, and they are so tight uh-huh. through the thigh, everywhere down the legs. And at first, I'm like, well, as we all know, jeans give after a couple hours of wear. Like they loosen up, they feel yeah, better a little bit. Yeah. Versus after like you first buy them or you first wash them. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there, there's always like every time you wash them, there's a new stretching period that happens. Correct. So I'm like, all right, maybe that's what these are. Mm-hmm. So I put them on, I wear them, I pop the tags off one, leave the tags. Now, Filson's return policy is tags have to be on, unwashed, unworn. Well, if they're unwashed, unworn, and tags on, how do you know if they actually truly fit you? Because you've not even truly given them a chance. Uh-huh. So I pop the tags on one, leave tags on the other, wear them, and I go about a day, and I'm like, I can't do this. Right. I cannot do this. Take them off. I put back on my Wranglers, and I fill out the paperwork to return the other pair. And I kept the ones that I popped the tags on because I was like, at this point, that's on me. So you're, yeah, you're I not arguing with the thing. I should like, know not to buy the trim fit because I don't like trim fit on anything. Right. So you, at this point, you're like, I get it. I understand their rules. I'm only going to return the ones I did not wash and I did not take the tags off. Correct. Okay. And I was like, I'm willing. I get to, that. I'm willing to keep these. I thought you were going to say that you washed them and you painted them and you were trying to send them back, and they're like, no, no. Okay. So what happened? So I returned the one pair that uh-huh. I didn't, um, and it's all through mail. So like, you're not contacting anyone. And it takes really. forever. And takes you're like, forever. I hope they get it. Yeah. Uh, and I immediately order to the rail splitters uh-huh same size went through sizing guide measured mine talked to customer service uh-huh. everything that they said pointed me to order the exact same size that i do in my wranglers uh-huh so i do that they come in i paid for express shipping because at this point it's like am i going to be in georgia or am i going to be in texas right. i have no idea so right. i paid it next day shipping on these things oh that's like 40 bucks yes dang and so I'm like, but I'm going to do it, so I have them. All right. They come in, and I put them on, and they're perfect in the waist uh-huh. and right above the knee, knee and down. down. Yep. The thighs, though, hugged. I said, <laughs> they call these rail splitters because it's splitting your rail right in half. <laughs> uh-huh. But again, me trying to be like, give them the benefit of the doubt, Break-in period. Because uh-huh. the other ones did break in a little bit, too. They right. just didn't so, break in enough. So you popped my, off the tags off I one. I popped tags off one, left tags on the other. Mm-hmm. Wore them. Wore them for a couple of days. Now, I carry four to five things in my pockets at all times. Yes, you need a little. No more. You need a little, no little, little room, though. But do I? Because the things that I carry are standard. Chapstick. Okay. A small pocket knife yeah yeah pocket your wallet yeah keys uh-huh. and the only thing that i carry that other most people don't is an insulin pump what about your phone i don't keep it in my pants if you what? notice it's always on the table or somewhere else really and i'll put it in my jacket pocket you wear underwear i do wear underwear okay that's good um the most i'll do with my phone is if i'm standing somewhere i'll slide it in my back pocket but gotcha. that wasn't but it's not that's not a tone no yeah. um but so I have those small things uh-huh. in my pocket. My insulin pumps is about the size of a de- deck of cards. And it has to stay in your pocket. Yeah, because there's nowhere else for it to go. Okay. And I'm wearing them. And I, I knew, like, they they were stretching a little bit, uh-huh. like getting comfortable enough. Are they the stretching material? You know, like, everything's made with elastic. Their rail now. splitters are not. It's 100% 
Cotton. Denim. Or denim, yeah. And uh, I feel like jeans anymore have to have a little give. Do, do Wranglers have a little give? Yes, these okay. do. And the Mule Skinners did as well. Okay. So I, I knew not to wear them in the truck on my drive back because I was like, I'm already going to be irritated. Oh, I don't yeah, want to yeah. deal with tight pants no, you have as to have, well. In the best pants you can wear yeah, for a road I, trip. I, I wanted almost sweatpants for yeah, this. Yeah, you don't you don't want real sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, I wanted my under I wanted my <laughs> underweighter pants for the drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I didn't wear them. So I come home and I put my rail splitters back on and I'm trying to get my insulin pump in and out of my pocket. And these things are so tight. I couldn't get up into the back of my truck with these pants on. They were so tight. Did you split them? I did split them in the crotch, getting in the back of the pants. But I did split straight through the pocket, trying to pull my insulin pump in and out. What? Yes. The pocket rip. The pocket rip. I've never had a pocket rip. Straight ripped. through, like, here. I have a picture. I'll show you. I've never had a pocket rip on a pair of jeans. Yeah. So I've contacted Philson. I wrote them, A, a scathing review, because I'm not happy right now. Uh-huh. Uh, B, I contacted their customer service again to explain the situation. C, uh, put contacted their warranty department to see if they couldn't do anything about it. I'm not looking for necessary monetary reimbursement, but I would like to be made whole and somehow. Right. So if that's sending me new jeans, new gift jeans. card, something... That's what I want. See, I think, okay, so the thing you messed up with, <laughs> I would say, whenever you buy jeans online and you're willing to buy two pair, you buy two, two sizes. sizes. Yeah. yeah. One that's your normal size and one a size up. Dang. Yeah, that yeah. did just straight up rip, didn't it? Yeah. Now, I will say after that rip, they were the most comfortable jeans I've ever had. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a six-inch rip right there. Dang, um, that's funny. So, okay, so you sent that to them. Are they taking them back? They have not responded to me once and how long, about it. When did you send this off? Uh, the review I sent in on Sunday, contacted customer service on Monday. It was yesterday. And then uh, submitted my claim, the warranty claim, yesterday afternoon because I didn't have the photos okay. when I did you that. Might, you might hear back tomorrow or Thursday. And that's what I'm expecting and Especially this time of year, I feel like everyone's making claims and stuff. It might take a week to hear back. Maybe, and I, but like I said, for a company that's supposed to be a workers, working man, like outdoorsmen, logging jeans, you would think a their quality would be better. And someone that has a history of a hundred plus years of outfitting and supposed to have like a great warranty and stuff would take care of the customers a little bit more than what I've been taking care of. Yeah, and so at this point, I won't. Buy another until I've made whole. I won't buy another Filson product. Buying jeans is such a pain. It is. I hate buying jeans, it's but that's why I was like, they have a great reputation, a I'm great company. This. I'm going to do this, and felt wholeheartedly like yeah. okay spending that money. I like Levi's. I don't like Levi's. Really? They? I would say their site. Like I buy one size pair of Levi's, and I'll go buy the exact same pair the next they day. They fit different. They fit different. Why? I have no idea. And it's not just like a little different. It's like they are very different. Wranglers does the same thing too, though. It's almost like you have to time on. You can't just like be like, oh, I wear this size. And that's why, like, I hate companies that are like, oh, if the tags are off, send it back in with the tags. Like, if I owned a company, I'd say send it back in with the tags. Right. I don't care if you pop the tags. I can put them back on. It's no problem. Just don't wash it. I just get, don't wash I get it. Don't it. get... Don't go, like, wrangling cows and get cow crap all over it. Right. Don't go fishing in it and get muddy and then try and return it. Right. That's a but different like you said, story. I might pop the tags, and I might 
go for a stroll and see if they get better. Correct. You know? I think that's 100% reasonable. Right. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're the weird ones, but I think it's reasonable. Let us know. <laughs> Is it reasonable to wear your jeans? One before? time, and if they're just like, they're really cutting in, they're splitting the berries, you know. Are you allowed to send it back? You should be. You should, I think you should be able to. So I, I'm curious. I'm going to follow up with you next week and see. Uh, I'll let you know. If Filson takes care of it, hey. I'll sing their praises because I will say yeah. what I liked in the jeans, I liked really? in the jeans. Yeah. What I hated in the jeans, I hated and it was unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> worst so, jean experience ever. <laughs> so it was the best and the worst. It's Tell Two Cities. <laughs> two Cities. There you go. If they take care of it, I'll sing their praises oh, all day long, and they'll have a customer for life. You know, if they if they respond, I'll buy a pair. I need new jeans. Maybe I'll buy two. Get crazy. It's different Ooh. sizes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should have done. Man. <laughs> and just send one back. Be like, I know I'm gonna send one back. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of people do. But I was yeah. like, off of everything, looking at sizing guide, their sizing guides, mm. taking the measurements the way they tell me to take measurements. Talking to their customer for service team about it. Because you think it. they'd be like, oh, most people will go up a size because they think they're a little skinny, you know, or something like that. Yeah, no, not of one. Yeah. And even the pictures that other people have posted in their reviews made everything look like they were bigger. Their models and stuff in it mm. make it look like there's plenty of room in the thighs. Like you're, you're. It was just cluster all the way around. You got stretching for days. Yeah. But no. That didn't happen. You're just ripping the pockets. Man, don't be a diabetic, I guess. <laughs> don't. Not if you want more Filson. Nope. <laughs> so, right now we're on a, a Filson ban. Moral, <laughs> moral of the story. Right now we're on a Filson ban. Next week it might change. Next week it might change. If they take care of it, I'll let you guys know, and I'll give you a promo code. We might be Hey, you know, that'd be nice to have. Clifton. It might not work, but <laughs> you can try. <laughs> hey, you know what? That'd be crazy if it did. Uh, cool. All right, well. Uh, articles. You want to do them now? You want, let's, do them, let's do them next week. Okay. We got, this was just a hodgepodge of our nonsense. It was, it was just a Landon Zach. left the insane in charge of the asylum. <laughs> it was just a Zach and Cliff happy hour. I don't know what you call it. But. I don't know. We got a lot off our chests. We, you know, it was it's nice. It's a therapy session. <laughs> That's what this was. It was nice. <laughs> Hopefully the listeners enjoyed it as uh, they well. They turned it off before oh, our yeah. rants. We got like three people listening uh-huh. now. <laughs> well, thank you three people. Yeah, you're the real MVPs. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Join the Discord. Yeah. Send us questions on the Discord also. I think I might start trying to monitoring it during the podcast. So. And go be uh, go be second and third to comment. Bye!